0: Action.
1: Right.
0: So. so tell me, sorry, what's your name? Are we just shook hands. I didn't even get a name.
2: My full name, birth name, uh, Tomias Ludovic Radin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but Tomias Radin. Ludovic. French. Ludovic, super That's, name. Huh? Yeah, okay. <laughs> the the, the root is so old. When I was a kid, I checked it, you know, Yay. because I wanted to know, like...
1: That's like a real old French name. Yeah. There's like the German version, like, Ludwig. Uh, goal,
2: yeah, like, yeah. Versace all this old gold... <laughs> Warrior wow, like that. I was like, "Mom, <laughs> <laughs> integration is good, but like, <laughs> you're pushing a bit." Sure. Yeah. 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 And you're French. Yeah, Cari- French Caribbean. Oh, oh I'm born in Guadeloupe. From uh, Guadeloupe, right? yeah. I'm but, born in Guadeloupe. Right, right, right. It's important right. to yeah, because, yeah, you know, represent. We have the French ID. Also, this thing, we have the French ID. You're born in the Caribbean, but yeah, yeah, we know. On paper, yeah. you are just like French no, car-
1: they use euro and everything, right? Hmm? They use euro and like they Yeah, yeah, euro we have euro, the, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah you've got the good deal. You're yeah. yeah. the passport. <laughs> free free zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you move um to I assume to France and then or maybe uh, not because the yeah, yeah. passport you could do as you want, right?
2: Yeah, I could just come but uh, I'm born in Guadeloupe and with my mom we came I was 4 years old something like that before primary school and then I grew up in Paris for 10 years. And then after we moved to the West in Bretagne, in Rennes, and I did my university bachelor, master, oh, and then okay. Berlin. Okay, nice. And then Berlin. Yeah. So,
1: how long have you been in Berlin?
2: Now, I guess, uh, sadly, six years. <laughs> sadly. sadly. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I'm joking. Okay. You just, time is passing so fast, you know? Yeah. yeah. And uh, now I even have a kid, I have a son. You know, oh, i mean, wow. like, oh. in six years, like a, a lot happened. How old is he? Born the kid? in Berlin. It's three years. Three okay. years. Okay, oh. so three
0: years in Berlin, then had a kid. Yeah. So it's three years with the kid. How well, two that?
1: years in Berlin, then had a kid.
0: Yeah. He was quite, moving fast. Quite fast, yeah. <laughs>
2: Caribbean guy. He, <laughs> no he, you no know know? <laughs> he touched down, started spreading seed. <laughs> <laughs> and how's that going? Uh, fatherhood? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, um, I don't know. You learn about yourself. I mean, it's going to sound cheesy what I say cliche, but it's really you grow as a human being. And, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, life depends on you. you. You constantly need to check on yourself emotionally and what you transmit to the kid. And you learn, just you learn constantly mm-hmm. because kids are so honest and so pure. Like and yeah. they are much more smarter than people like to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see it on a daily basis. My son, I cannot fool him. Yeah, yeah. I cannot, mm. this tiny thing of kid, hey, look there. You know, it's like, you yeah, understand yeah. also constellation, emotion. Yeah, yeah. Our mm.
1: son like, was saying something similar on this podcast. We had another artist who was a kid as well. Mm. And she was saying that um, it pushes you as well as an artist to like get your shit together. Do you feel that way as well?
2: Yeah, because I, I guess it's really when I knew my ex-partner was pregnant that, you know, it was corona. Mm. So oh, yeah. I was like, how going to make that? Like, you know, do I go back to a basic job mm. and everything? And I was like, you know what? Actually, it's the time. It's the real time to know what are you about as a Yeah, person. yeah, yeah. Mentally. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've been doing this for years, even before. Like I've been this over 10 years, but yeah, yeah. now it was really like, confrontational to me like to with my with myself and say yeah. how far do you want it really you know yeah, yeah, yeah. are you gonna go back to uh, basic life and wait yeah. the corona pass and I was like no so I took a risk and I make a strategy I locked myself in the studio for the first three months mm-hmm. you know um, my ex-partner at the time was like yeah I'm not so sure about this strategy <laughs> but I was like okay believe me and everything yeah. and somehow um my strategy worked out. I managed to reach out the people I wanted to reach out and some collector from New York buy me some mm-hmm. works, many okay, works, who nice. helped me to Whoa. last the, until the, end, the next year, you know, the mid of the next year, you yeah. know? Oh, so wow. So
1: maybe, like, you could go into detail... What yeah. The strategy yeah. Was, so what was the I strategy? Mean, ah. it, we, maybe we could start with you know what is what you do. Just walking
2: crazy in the studio, make the best work I can. Yeah. Well, doing work right? Because I don't painting. ah, yeah, I I'm don't a, yeah, true. I don't know you. I don't yeah. know you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe also for everybody listening, like yeah. just a quick
2: overview so of what okay. you do. Tomi Asraddin. I'm a painter, performer, dancer, and I could course also maybe multidisciplinary artist because now I integrate film and sculpture into my practice. Nice. Um, and and yeah, so i paint since ever. Painting is still my main medium and the performance too. And my work turned around the idea of um, multiplicity in unity or how I can explore the multiplicity of existing as a artist, human being, the different form, because I, the foundation of my research is also a lot based on like a writer like Frantz Fanon or um, like Édouard uh, Glissant, who are really like... A, two Prominent uh, scholars from an intellectual from Martinique, you know. Francois was a psychologist and he wrote the famous book uh, Black Skin and White Mask, you know. And uh, Edouard Glissant was a poet and philosopher also. And uh, they all with the movement of the Negritude with Césaire, and like uh, it's the same era, same time of of person. And for example, Glissant have this theory of the rhythm theory. And this is how kind of I define my work as a rhythm. So initially, a rhythm is like. Um, is a scientific term to de- describe uh, sub-aquatic roots. Okay. Like a plant who grows on the water and who yeah. can spread till kilometer. Okay. So basically, this analogy was initially um, started by Deleuze and Guattari, who are two uh, other scholars. And, but Glissant reappropriated this uh, analysis from a Caribbean perspective. And he said that actually the Caribbean identity is a rhythm. It's like these roots who grow yeah, on the yeah. water. It's like you have this... Uh, main shape as a human being but um, in the Caribbean we are like kind of a prototype of everything because yeah. we are globalization before globalization yeah. mm-hmm. so in Guadeloupe for example our Creole is a mix of French and West African languages and we have like a Lebanese community Asian community our traditional fabric Madras is actually coming from India mm-hmm. so there's also the Tainos the Arawak, all the uh, ancient uh, indigenous people who were there before um, slavery So you know It's really dense And And he used The carbon As a laboratory To also study uh, Bigger subject matter Like In the world So mm-hmm. Politics Wise And In terms of identity Right So that's kind of The mantra Around my work You know mm-hmm. okay. And so Tapping into Art history I'm a big fan of Old Master So my work Is constantly Making this travel Between uh, Past, present And future mm-hmm. You know And how long that's Have you been painting For? Your whole life? Or? Yeah, uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, I was first a big drawer. I draw a lot. Since I'm four years old, I guess, my mom told me I always like, draw. I find even old painting, uh, pictures of me, like uh, primary school, doing some painting. And actually, I realized that I was dancing too. Mm. Like my first stage was like I was five or six years old with the school, you know. But it was a big stage. It was like about uh, the 1000 nights, you know, of okay. like... Uh, And we did this, we were in the desert, and, you know, I was skinny with my baby. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, and then you realize everything was there, all the seeds were there from the beginning, and just, if you're lucky enough to have a life who allow you to develop this thing... Tap into that. Yeah, Yeah, tap into that, because, to be honest, you have sometimes a context of life who allow you or not to... 100%. I know thousands of talented people who just... 100%. From the get-go, the... Lifestyle didn't was not so yeah. favorable yeah. for they just, yeah. they just don't have that yeah, option. They just don't have. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. And sometimes even age you, you lack the encouragement or you lack the resources, you lack the schooling, you lack the potential job opportunities.
0: Mm. Yeah, you you can't pick where you're yeah. born and you can't pick your family you're born into and and your circumstances and yeah and sometimes it's just. Yeah, you just don't. You just don't get our chance to tap into that. Mm. And I mean, yeah, a thousand talented people. not so many talented, no. talented artists. And I mean, they just—it's just not any cards for them.
2: Yeah. No, it's also, just sometimes you just need yeah. one person to mm-hmm. guide them as a guidance. Sometimes yeah. it's, it's just one person. Sometimes, but they are—they are the one being the adults. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's true.
0: That's
1: so, true. That's kind of the hope I have with this podcast. You know, is that it? Like. It's kind of like for people who need to hear somebody else's story that mm. made it or that decided to become an artist and how you became an artist. Because that's what it comes down to a lot of the time. Huh? Oh. It's like people just lacking like, yeah, just the inspiration or like, oh, this is how this person did it. Cool. If they could do it, then I could do it. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: Yeah. yeah, but I can say that you just... And just work and dedication mm-hmm. and discipline. Yeah, I don't know any yeah. other recipe yeah. because... I don't know, I never got any cheat code, mm. any yeah, yeah, yeah. nice yeah. uncle, yep, aunties, and so on. <laughs> and, you know, I need to really want it, And yeah. to do painting. Yeah. Me, I paint already since more than 10 years when really painting was not trendy, yeah. even yeah. as a, as an art form, as a possibility of career. Yeah, mm. Even in France, when I started painting, like, I remember, like, people in my family were like, yeah, I was a football player before, like, I was mm. playing soccer and, like, I stopped really for dancing and painting, and people were, of course, skeptical. Even friends, they were like, "Hmm, okay," because I never also, um, I was never open to people around me that much about my practice of painting and drawing. I always keep it right. for myself until yeah. mm-hmm. until I guess my eighteen, nineteen people really know around me. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, only really close people, but yeah, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, was your mom supportive? Yeah, always, all First the time. First one about the yeah. art. Yeah, the thing is like she only told me. I wanted to stop at the bachelor, and she told me, "Please go to the master." Mm-hmm. Yeah. at oh, least so gonna you be the first that. one. You studied that? You studied yeah, arts? You yeah. studied visual arts. Mm-hmm. Or, or, okay. So at high school I studied economic uh, and uh, social um, social studies, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then after I went to university, and uh, yeah, I did the bachelor, and I wanted to stop already. I was too hungry to start the life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and she told me, "Please to the master." To the master, and I was actually when I look back, it was the best thing ever. Really? Uh the best advice she. Gave. She gave me because it helped me to go more in depth with my practice. Because in the master, my university was mostly like a lot of theory. They don't teach mm. you how to paint. So I'm autodidact. I never went to class. or yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I learned by watching. i mean, practicing by myself. And um, they teach you to write uh, about your work, you know. And be willing to ask to yourself fundamental questions. Yeah. For example, you know, like everybody initially started as, oh, I like to paint this and this. But, like, why do you paint this? Like, yeah. why do you like mm-hmm. these patterns? Why yeah, yeah. why do you choose this color? There's a signification. I was, like, at the beginning, like, everybody, like, mm, I don't know, I'm not so sure. But actually, I realized, no, there's a root to it. And then it brings me back to Guadeloupe, mm-hmm. and right, till my yeah, yeah, yeah. My childhood. And mm-hmm. it was, them. like, for example, I paint a lot of marble effect. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I use also wood in my work. And, for example, all the, I realized how, like um, the iconography of Christianity was strong within me because my mom is heavily Catholic. Mm -hmm. My first um, contact with painting was when I was going to church. Mm -hmm. I was always looking at the painting. And I keep the aesthetic of the building of the architecture and the painting and all the Italian architecture with Mm -hmm. the marble and the ornamentation. And actually, every time I was painting something and I was building an architecture, I always paint everything with marble and everything. Mm -hmm. And I realized that That was maybe my way to transport um, more the spiritual aspect, Mm -hmm. even though I'm quite challenging about the presence of Catholicism in the black community, but I'm still someone who believes, you know. And it was my way to bring somehow um, spiritual presence into my work because the thing I knew from a spiritual place was the church, you know. So I realized unconsciously that's how you transport information into your work. And other parts, like also from the Caribbean and like, mom color way to the color that we wear for example all the color palette of the Caribbean is in my work too yeah, yeah.
1: I remember so. seeing that in your piece in gallery wedding mm-hmm. which is that's where we met so we were I was at oh that was
0: the gallery just, um,
1: that's the thing I did with Oscar and Phil uh, so. they film right and he did he painted a mural basically inside the gallery no. And also did a dance performance. Mm. But the mural also, I remember seeing it and thinking like, okay, well, like trying to figure out what is the reference to church and what is the reference to Catholicism. Mm. Yeah. But then there's also a lot of like caribbean I yeah. mean, like ocean and, and trees and forest and jungle.
2: Yeah. But it's also like kind of I try also to challenge the conception of people about things. Also because I'm really fascinated by art uh, history and, and sensibilization since I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. So, and I read a lot of uh, scholars, so Shekanta Job, uh, from Kalala Mutunde from Guadeloupe, Oupasore, actually, uh, rest in peace, was an uh, amazing anthropologist and um, Egyptologue. And um, all these different scholars, Bombasson also write about the African philosophy, so I always, because I always understood at the early age that there was something wrong in narrat- the narrative we have uh, in church and also that mm-hmm. black people never play no role and how come we are Christian and everything. And I never took it for a no because people around me never knew. Mm-hmm. And I realized that early on that many people practice something but never really asked much about it. I think most people, yeah.
0: most things that you practice, people just do because they
2: were told to do it yeah. a very long time ago. Yeah. You exactly. know what I mean?
0: And I think yeah, I mean I think that uh, that kind of uh what you said about the masters like I mean, that comes back to it, right? Like, to just doing something because you can draw and you can paint mm-hmm. and you can just do that because that flows out of you naturally. But when you're forced to write about it or think about it or kind of articulate or think about why exactly you do that, mm-hmm. you know, that could be applied to kind of everything yeah. that you do yeah. because
2: you've been doing so exactly. many things. Mm-hmm. So it teach yeah. me to unpack stuff. Yeah, know, yeah. Also, yeah. going to master and everything, to have this critical thinking of, like, asking when I understand the foundation of it so through the years and through my research, my studies, I realized a lot of things that were like, um, false narrative based on colonization and uh, whitewashing of history. And like, and now you see since like black Lives matter and a few things like surfacing and people are being more aware, but there's much more depth to this. Mm-hmm. People don't realize how deep is it? Like our contribution as POC, African people and thing like, to the world, world uh, yeah. Knowledge, basically, most of the yeah. foundation of things. And we can go for days and days. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, more you go, more you unpack, and more you're like, oh, wow, that's deep. Like, mm-hmm. That's really like, amazing. Like um, For example, there's this amazing book of uh, Ivan Van Seltima, who's an Afro-American scholar. And the name is, his name is they called Before Columbus. And you know, at Gallery Wedding, mm-hmm. I make available all my personal library so people can read because some of the books I have, some are in English, but many of them are in French because most of the African scholars I read are I speaking French. French. Yeah, yeah. So, But their books are not because for political reasons. And, for um, example, in this book, he talks about how the West Empire, the Songhai Empire of Mali, already came to the Caribbean and like uh, South America and trade already much more before the arrival of Columbus, which implement that there was already... Uh, West African Korean yeah, yeah. connection much yeah, yeah, more yeah. before without yeah, yeah. slavery we initiate this yeah yeah conversation because mm. that's the like the people. biggest
0: I guess chapter in history for that side of the world yeah. you know Columbus arriving yeah. and, yeah. You know, and, and that's days. where we kind of start and that kind of marked the thing. but mm-hmm. that doesn't yeah. mean that you know before all yeah. of that
2: and so it's kind of diminishing the rest of the world like nobody was able kind of to navigate till there like, like it's that, like yeah, so yeah, when yeah, you think about it to second you're like you don't need to be Einstein to like come on people were here since just go in the same direction. So yeah. so all this is kind of embedded yeah into, into my work, Loki. Because it's not like sometimes right in your face because I use a lot of metaphorical language in my work. Mm-hmm. And also I use dance movements. So sometimes you will see moving bodies in the painting. So... It's something you need to unpack and you, I guess you need to spend time in front like as a walk. you mm-hmm. know. Do you think that your, that
0: your work has changed like the more you, you know, the more you've gotten to know about all these things, about the more that you unpack about yourself and about history and about, yeah, everything you're speaking about. Has that changed your art or has it been more of like a, your art stayed the same but you've been understanding more about yourself and why no. you do this?
2: I think it's both. I understand more about myself but it definitely changed the references I have, Mm -hmm. and the way I act toward my work. For example, since three years, I kind of tried to rename some of my work in Creole, for example. Mm. Because I was like, I mean, I knew why, but I was acquired on most of my title of work are in English and French. And it's like, of course, because I grew up in France and now I live in Berlin, so... I've unconsciously have the wish that people understand my work, which is already quite complex when you look at it. Uh So unconsciously, again, you have this feeling of like, of not being understood and already being a yeah. POC yeah. and I was like no fuck that I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. gonna put it in Creole anyway yeah. Yeah, yeah. if someone wants to if
0: they want to dig into it they'll
2: dig
1: into
0: yeah, it yeah, yeah,
2: the yeah, important exactly.
1: thing is that people feel your work right exactly so like they, they'll, they have to feel it first before they actually are interested in understanding it
2: mm-hmm.
0: but it must be a, yeah it must be tough because then of course like you, you're putting so much of yourself like mm-hmm. into into something and then when you want to present it to other people you kind of want them to understand where you're coming from. Yeah. And then that, you know, things like language, like the title of the work, kind of could impede that, you know, and kind of almost like uh, undermine the message that you're mm-hmm. trying to convey if the person can't, doesn't even appreciate the title, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And it is a compromise, especially if you don't, yeah, if you mm. live in another place where you have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I respect. Yeah. I, feel, I mean, I've always been a fan of that kind of... Um, Yeah, I try as much as possible um, to use Caribbean references and and names and places and and kind of keep it, uh, yeah, close to who I am Mm -hmm. and people a lot of the times don't know and that's okay you yeah. know what I mean but when they are interested the people who do dig into it then all of a sudden they're just like oh well that makes a lot of sense and mm-hmm. it's like well I'm glad you finally arrived you know what I mean but I'm <laughs> yeah. glad I'm glad that you got here because you wanted to you know what I mean and yeah. I wasn't like forcing it on yeah you know what I mean and then I didn't compromise you know on on my uh yeah how I express myself yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah I think it's really important because also when you focus on yourself and maybe your on roads, you are even more yourself, and then you don't even need to think as an artist often about the question of being original. Mm-hmm. You know that's yeah. one of the biggest yeah, yeah. tasks, You know, yeah, 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 so like to, yeah, to be yeah. unique. Yeah, yeah. But as, often as long
1: as you're being authentic, like you're already yeah, original.
2: Actually, yeah, that's the thing. The answer is just already there. Exactly. Yeah. After yeah. the, I think the issue come when people compare yeah, background, yeah, yeah. and then they make a rank between or. Uh, so i should more apply my work into this thing because like but your background even if you come from kyrgyzstan and like that go dig in there because like Mm -hmm. it's you and you there's information in your culture that will be so deep that will make you the next guy and then then i think (laughs) especially when it
1: comes to like the, the people who have multiple backgrounds like the guadeloupe like you have this universe that's made out of guadeloupe paris Berlin Mm -hmm. and everything else in between. That's a whole different recipe that nobody else really has. Yeah. Or that very few people have, especially in that constellation of how many years you spent in which place.
2: Yeah. Also in Bretagne in the West of France, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah. Yeah. But everybody has their story, you know exactly. what I mean? Like even, if, even yeah. if
0: you're just French or just whatever, yeah, yeah. you know. But you mean? have your everybody unique a, there's history. Dope, there's dope French. stuff in the French story. Yeah, yeah, yeah fucked yeah. up thing, but there's dope stuff too. Yeah, there's
2: cool stuff in in,
0: yeah. in who you are. You know what I mean? And I think that's the that's the scariest part. I mean, I think of like art and expression. You know, when you put uh, yourself out there and, and you, you you really put yourself like truly out there, you know, because mm-hmm. then it's always, as you said, it's always if it's authentic, then it's always original, and then it's mm-hmm. always yeah. you know you and then mm-hmm. but that's also that's the scariest thing to do you yeah. know what i mean yeah. so then i think you're right i think comparison when you start looking at like oh is this like this and and, and do i want to be like this or how do mm-hmm. i stand out kind of yeah. you know I, I think when when i look back on like yeah when somebody really impresses me it's always somebody who really couldn't care less yeah. you know and they just kind of do them and somebody you know? who's com-
1: entirely comfortable in their skin
0: Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. Like Mm -hmm. when, like, like Lara talking about Paris, like Lara's designs, you know what I mean, like her knitwear stuff. We had this design on, and she just debuted at Paris Fashion Week. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know anything about knitwear. I mean, I had an idea of what knitwear was, you know what I mean. But when you look at her pieces, you know, I mean, I'm not some kind of fashion Mm fashionista, I'm not not some kind of like fashion G either. But at the same time, I've never really seen works like hers. Mm -hmm. And I always thought it was so. That's always the most impressive thing to me because i think there's a lot of comfort in looking like something that you already respect and already like Mm -hmm. aspire to be you know there's comfort in being like oh i sound or i look or i paint or whatever Mm -hmm. like that you know and that's an extremely uncomfortable position to be in when you have no reference but yourself Mm -hmm. you know what i mean
1: and then Uh, and you have to stand by it you have to be like this is me and there's gonna be people that don't actually fuck with it but then like
2: no. But even though know. you have like external like let's say some people they have a family history who's too deep so they sometimes they don't want to confront themselves, which I can understand with their own history. But even you have an external inspiration, just dig it, you know. Mm. That's yeah, the thing. In yeah. don't approach it in, on a surface level. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. That's I guess the only rules like will make someone interesting is like how deep they will go with their own subject matter and like and do something with it relevant for them and maybe for the world outside, mm. you know? I think yeah. that's the only, for me, I think the only recipe, because otherwise the comparison is endless frustration. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. you will always find someone a who a have like...
1: They, th- they say comparison is a thief of joy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And do you find that being in so? I mean, okay. So why did you come to Berlin? Like, I mean, because you could you could have uh, been you could have been anywhere. But, yeah, you know, I mean, anywhere. I don't know at the time <laughs> I was. <blue. laughs> you you could have been anywhere. At the time, <laughs> time it
2: was tough. Like I just I was still finishing my master thesis and my one of my best friends, Tariq Tariq Shebly, amazing painter, who live in Paris now. Uh, he came to Berlin with his girlfriend and like just visited and told me, oh man, it's amazing. Because we were thinking day about living in France because somehow we felt like, I don't know, that the scene, the art scene, the mentality toward art and even our vision was not aligned and we didn't find ourselves in this place. So also, from my personal level, I was just also wanted to live in a foreign country mm. to experience my own myself yeah, yeah. and see what I'm capable of. You know? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And uh, with my art, you know, yeah, and yeah. see like yeah, yeah. Uh, if I'm really about it. And yeah, yeah. he said, "Berlin is cool. It's, it's like financially okay, affordable for us. We can have studio it's better than Paris." Yeah, <laughs> at the time, like <laughs> Paris is on fire since ever. But, <laughs> yeah. but like he he told me this and say, "Yeah, we can do something." have a try and I was like okay I just move I move. I mean, in a really quite savage way. I just took a, back in the I took a flex bus luggage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know when I was going to sleep. I, I, oh I did no. I did oh. car shopping. You, you really wanted arrived. When they write the book about you,
0: <laughs> you really wanted this story <laughs> to be a solid story. <laughs> He's like, nah, I haven't taken a flight or I haven't taken no a yeah, no
2: train. I go on this <laughs> bus with one bag, no, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Man, and for real, it was really rough. And I find my car shopping while being in in a bus. Yeah. So I said to this girl, <laughs> was super lovely to me you like,
1: found your what?
2: a car shopping car shopping is like when people just you know, watch like, you for yeah. for free for two nights or one week oh, and like okay. you don't need to pay like with really anything like it's just like it's like goodwill. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's quite dangerous though. Uh-huh. I mean. A hundred percent. As a
0: man, I guess it's, it's a thing that it's you could do, thing. but I couldn't imagine like if being a woman feeling... and couch surfing. I've yeah. heard some real horror stories. Uh, I
1: mean, I've, I've couch surfing. I didn't hear it acoustically, but I've heard about girls doing couch
0: surfing and mm-hmm. like. I mean, I'm not it, saying it's impossible, but, yeah. but I'm saying I could only imagine as a
2: woman no. sleeping. It's I a mean, little more risky. You know, it's no. a little more risky. Mm. And this lady, she was amazing and shout out to her. And he was the one here. It he was Ratu Isnerkon actually. She okay. was like. One, yeah. and she trusts me from the get-go you know and you uh-huh. know how is it I'm a young black man arriving here yeah. she could be I don't know she's was, like she this, this man decision. is on a bus with one bag exactly don't know where to go but hopefully I find something after three days of research you know back in there, okay. there was this Facebook group French people in Berlin yeah mm. and applications were flowing back in there now it's rare like Tiger, Mm. like you know, it's hard to find a flat here. Yeah, yeah, of course. But at the time it was more easy, you know. So I find something in Lichtenberg and I put myself there. Mm. The studio was not so far, Mm. and I'm still in the same studio. What studio is it? It's like um, my atelier of painting is like um, Frankfurt Tower, you know, a bit behind the Umana, and I'm there and it's cool, you know. I I was lucky, and also I look for it, you know. I put myself outside when I Mm arrive. First of all, I was looking for a dancer. As I tried to connect to the dance community because I guess I was like, it's the most easiest because mm. we are a worldwide community and you know, dancers we are really open to each other. Mm. And I remember I saw Abu Dhi, shout out to Abu Dhi with the amazing crumper. Uh, in Berlin and just won uh, with his team the EBS like world championship lately okay. and I see a guy like in, in the U band like uh, Alex like da, da, da. Mm-hmm. I'm like nah I'm like that's my guy <laughs> let me talk to you yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I went to him I said yeah bro do you know where we're trying and everything and then I get connected to the dance community and uh, and funny enough is the dance community will connect me to the art world mm. you know yeah. will give me my entrance kind of to the art world um, in Berlin, and I was doing a battle, art boxing battle, shout out to Nasrin, and the MC, Jumoki, was Jumoki. You know? Who? Jumi, Jumoki. Jumi? She was with me at the refuge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was yeah, Jumi, yeah, yeah. the MC okay. of the of the battle. Funny. And she came to see me, and she's like, yeah, hey, I like how you dance. Mm-hmm. And I have a group, uh, Blackism Collective, and we're going to do a performance at Savvy Contemporary. And I didn't knew what was Savvy. And uh, now we know that Savi is like one of the biggest art institutions um, for POC people and, mm-hmm. wo- and focus on the work on diaspora here. And um, and I've things after things, like uh, I did a performance with them. My painting were included in the performance. People saw from Savi saw my painting and like, oh, Peter, especially Peter, really, really good friend. And um, one year after, they, co- they curate one of my solo shows at Savi. Mm-hmm. And which was really nice because Savi never do paintings. But and Savi is not about selling art, you know, it's yeah. really like engaged politically. Um art, you know. It's yeah. about the community and the diaspora and so rights and politics. And so I feel really honored that they accept to make a solo show of paintings. Oh, wow. Because also my work at this background, the social background also, and this that's a more academic approach, you know. Mm-hmm. And there I, I present my first short film also. And uh, like I did at gallery wedding, I opened the space also to the dance community to say thank you also, mm-hmm. which I do every time. So I organized the jam of dance training, okay. and people come to dance in the gallery, which that's never very happened, cool, yeah. which you will never see anywhere in the world. People coming and dancing in the house. That's gallery. very cool. Yeah, did yeah. you
1: also dance at the? Um because I'm just remembering, after I looked at your work, when we met, mm-hmm. I saw a painting that I had remembered from another exhibition, which was When the, Singing, when the Silent Song Rises.
2: Yeah, at the Art Quay Gallery with yeah. the Exocé, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you uh, dance Selassie. there well? Yeah, dance? yeah. We okay. did a group performance with yeah. Beverly. Because I,
1: I saw the group performance. That was amazing. Mm. I don't remember, because we didn't meet that night, but mm. I went there. Somebody else had invited me because they're friends with Selassie. And, um... That was sick because it was like multidisciplinary. Like they had the paintings and then they had a live singer. Mm-hmm. Live like mix in.
2: Yeah, there was Kishu playing yeah. the music. Célacier, yeah, uh, yeah. Eli, uh, Beverly, and me. And Exocet yeah. uh, performing. Yeah. No, that was not That was sick. That was a so
1: real like you could tell you were tapping into a kind of ancestral energy yeah. That we recognized from home as well. Like the vibe of it that they were doing was real. It was funny because I was sitting here and I was like, this could be... I don't know, this could be one of the events I used to go to at school.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the connection point between us as artists for this group show is, like, we are all coming from dance. Mm-hmm. Exocet uh, is a crumper. Celestia was a crumper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beverly do house dance. Uh, you know, we all come from a project of the dance, of hip-hop. We are product of hip-hop. And I feel like dancers are very collaborative artists. You know what yeah, I mean?
0: Yeah. I feel like m- more than a lot of other art forms, dancers really, like, see other dancers and go... Yeah, let's dance. <laughs> because, you know? yeah. because we make yeah. no
2: money. <laughs> we need to help. Maybe, maybe. if we both dance, dog, yeah, somebody will pay us. You exactly. <laughs> like, need to get together.
1: And and I was like, thinking it was about the community. and
0: <laughs> He's and like, no, we're just trying to get paid. <laughs> we just have strength in numbers. You know what I mean?
2: We don't make that numbers now. I'm joking. Yeah. No, but it's because it's community-based. Hip-hop is community-based. So that's what I guess is the healthy thing in it. And that's how... We are able to connect no matter where we are in the world. That's the thing with hip hop community worldwide. Uh, if you're a dancer and you travel somewhere in South America, in Japan, you always know that the dance community is open to you, yeah. which is something was amazing. Yeah, you yeah. Know? It's okay. a world informal uh, worldwide network. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the beauty in it. And we find each other, and all with the guys and with friends and ExoSim, mm-hmm. our kid grow like mm-hmm. the same age
1: yeah, was, yeah, was, that, was on yeah. The, she was on the podcast mm-hmm. before
2: so yeah no that's so nice so so
0: you came and linked up with the dance community and then you stayed and then you decided to stay in Berlin so oh, was yeah. how far behind like COVID was this
2: um I arrived at, I arrived at, um November two thousand seventeen. Right. So you had two years to settle in. Okay. You had okay. two years to
0: settle in, and so y- you were getting around. But did you like? Did you feel like your career was? Because you said your strategy really happened in COVID. Right. Mm. You need to make this plan. Was so, that
1: like when? So, so you got pregnant, or your your partner your yeah. partner got pregnant, and then you were like, okay, I need a strategy, and then you narrowed down on it.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you finished my
1: question. <laughs> okay, no? well, I thought you skipped <laughs> that part.
0: <laughs> no, I was saying that, like, if you moved. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't mention the yeah. pregnancy part, you know? Yeah, yeah because like I'm talking before the okay, pregnancy okay, because this
0: happened over COVID. Right. Mind. So that's what I'm saying. If you came in 2017, I was going to ask that it was the, how was the painting going up until that point? Because you said that uh, in lockdown, yeah, you then had to yeah. make a strategy and then had to make some tough decisions because you had a baby coming. Yeah. Right. So do you think the painting, how was it when you first moved? Because um, the dancing sounds like it was popping <laughs> off. But yeah, I mean.
2: but uh, painting, I mean, it. of course it took more time for me to make a living from, from painting because painting rely on so many things and it's a small world, the art world, you know. Which have its own rules and different kind of people, social structure, and you need just you know get you need to get there. And also in the art world, you consider as an emerging artist when you're thirty, mm-hmm. arrive over twenty four, twenty five. So you are just fresh out of school. I mean now galleries pick up artists fresh out of school, but for me it was not like that, you know. And I'm, I need to make my way, and you meet people, and I guess the short interview was good, but it's a different thing to um, be. I don't know. Uh, have the IP enough that people start to buy painting, and like mm. you know, it takes time. So, I was selling here and there, but it was really like sporadic, yeah, and yeah, things. And with this collector from New York, um, Jonathan Travis, which also one is now one of the biggest collectors in, in the US, he okay. he helped me also to have uh, um to be more open to the American market, okay. So, then I started to have exhibition in the US and things, yeah, okay. but, but this was like you say. During corona before that right. yeah, I was mostly most dancing proportionally was making more money mm-hmm. than the painting, but I was managing and some because when I sell a painting, also the good thing with paintings is that when you sell a painting it's quite a good price, yeah, mm-hmm. so back in days I could live if I sell a painting, I could live like on three months on it, yeah, yeah. with the price mm-hmm. of yeah, all yeah. the time, so I was trying to balance, I make money with dance, I finance all my work of painting all painting canvas yeah. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. really expensive yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and you need to pay the rent of the studio and everything yeah. right right. so but after when i yeah when i sell more painting i just like in covid i got the best time because i was becoming father and i was going to just only to studio yeah And yeah. like yeah, yeah. um painting it's like a forced
0: day. incubation period yeah, 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 like yeah a but lot of artists
2: like i think i guess for all the father out, out there they know that i mean in a way Becoming father during queen was a blessing because it's rare that the two parents can be just there and wanting yeah. to walk, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 and everything. True, true. Even though I still work in the studio, but it was a different mood. There's nothing happening, so yeah. you live more in peace and in joy. You don't yeah, stress yeah. yourself yeah. out for anything, right. you know. Yeah, 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 So for me, it was it was a really good, uh, good, good experience. Too. Sounds good. And would you say that? Um, so in the
0: art, where you said, well, painting is different from from dancing right and it it takes some time so what because we spoke to we we spoke to a couple um visual artists in fact our first podcast she she was speaking about that world um and what do you what do you think was like the the main thing that you had to concentrate or 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 the biggest factor when it comes to being successful or to making a living from painting is it like the network or like you need to meet the right like Mm -hmm.
2: curators or I mean it depends on what you want for your art. Everybody makes strategies. Some people go a bit more commercial. Some people want to go institutional. Some want to I don't know, to to just make money. You know, it depends on the strategy that you want and, and how for how long you want to do it. Me, I want to be a painter and artist for my whole life. So I need to take also maybe the hard way and like really like to just first of all focus on a solid work. Yeah. Mm. Without solid work, for me I think you can yeah, yeah. I mean of course you can see people and you can see how I how get there with this work. Like but after us, each is, is well. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. like you cannot but for me I knew like nothing is easy for me. Like also again our place in the world as black people, you need to just to be tight with yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the education I got from my dad and my mom you know just be people will never give you anything so just make the best yeah, yeah, as you can to have the most solid work and after you put it out there and of course you need to be smart about what you want and how you want to connect with people but it's a, it's your own choice and you need to get there for example you're interested by a gallery that you would like to work with you don't know how to approach them I don't know go to the openings go to look what they propose at the opening talk to people, I know it's not easy for everybody mm-hmm. to just go and talk. But, you know, just be there, um, witness what's happening. And, you know, life will just give it to you. Like a mm-hmm. way you are human, you're going to be talking to people. And if your work is good enough and you just present, it's like it's going to be seen at some point. But you need to be patient also. I feel some people want to go too fast mm-hmm. and a bit romanticize the painter life and artist life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you come down to real thing and having a good structure and discipline and doing uh, yeah all kind of stuff, paper stuff and like on this yeah this organization. Yeah. Mm. But so yeah, I would say the most important is focus on your work and the depth of your work uh, and what it means for you. People outside must not somebody have an opinion on what you do, mm. or you should not focus your work on basically yeah. on what other people do. Like just go straight forward and work it because. You know, time passes and something can be good and trendy. Mm. And we all know that trends have a date of preemption. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. you can, yeah, something yeah, yeah. can be nice for a while. Like, and yeah, you think 100%. you're doing nice because you have validation and things. But when you look <laughs> over time, you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: uh, 100%. And I think that's applicable across the board. Yeah. yeah. For every discipline. For yeah, yeah. every discipline, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: so um, yeah. just be in tune with what you want and what you are. What you and sometimes it's hard because... To be fully honest also, it's a huge psych- psychological game. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. take care of yourself. Mm. Yeah. Take care of your health. Um, people you have around you, very really important. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I've been having issues with people, like, you know, different value, things like that. You think people are friends, which happen to every human being, but just protect you, mm-hmm. so yeah. to the max. Because without the mental strength, man, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. It's really tough to... And we know nowadays, psychology, psychiatry is bumping everywhere. COVID also mm-hmm. brings something into people, you know? Yeah. People need to face themselves. Yeah. Yeah. No more routine anymore and everything. So you're like, oh, wow, with myself, what am I going to do now? Mm. So, yeah, just take care of yourself. And like, because mentally is really strong to be an artist. Like Yeah. You yeah. need to go to so many things between like, yeah, and on top, if you're a POC artist, between people who don't take you serious or mm. people who think, Oh, you're young, so we're gonna teach you how to do something, you want to put their vision on you. I need yeah. to go mm-hmm. all through that until today with the galleries and like things like that. I need to constantly to stand my ground to based on what I want, yeah. say no, even if it's like looks nice, big, and like you know, so, because yeah. but mentally, like, and I will not lie and say, Oh, I'm always on top. No, sometimes I'm. It's tough, you know, it's like yeah, I'm a human, you, get you know? Down. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, damn, like, there's people, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's why I saw my practice of dance. Yeah. And uh, helped me a lot, you yeah, know? Yeah, do you feel like a, outlet, yeah. Have another outlet.
1: Yeah. I was going to ask, do you feel like your your dancing has some kind of an impact on how you paint and how you paint has an impact on how you dance? Like, do they have some kind of a correlation or do they
2: yeah. feed into each other? Yeah, yeah. Is That's the roots of my work, is like this interconnection between dance and painting. And even like, I take some concept of dance that I put into the painting and Mm. vice versa. So, and also when I perform my painting as a set design, so I, um, I kind of have a direct exchange with the work and it influenced me to dance. Mm. And also after in the studio, I make um, video studies of my own performances where I sample the movements of my, of the performance because I don't remember what I did. Sometimes when you mm. look at the footage and I reuse it for the next figure in the painting. So it's kind of a work with auto feeding itself. Yeah, I can't remember what, uh, what I was watching. A virtual circle kind of, you know, it's like... Yeah, because uh, I can't remember what I was watching, but some... Oh, it was... Um,
0: It was this Arnold Schwarzenegger um, documentary, and he was talking about, well, yeah, bodybuilding, of course, you know. And he was talking about his poses, and his poses were strong, but the way he flowed into his poses were kind of clumsy. And I think this, he started dating some, um, I don't know, some this rich American family, I can't remember the name. But the point is, some auntie or sister was a dancer and took him aside and showed him how to flow from pose to pose in a more, I mean, probably not natural, but you know, in a better way, you know, and I think dancers have a really good understanding of movement and and body movement. And I think that comes into play in a lot of different things, you know, not even just, I suppose, like using your body, but also in terms of if you're a visual artist and you need to portray movement, I think you, you are more aware of certain nuances, you know, with, between limbs you know mm-hmm. that you that you would yeah that you were able to utilize when you're creating that yeah,
1: yeah. We, we had i worked on this um like a short film during summertime when they hired somebody who was like in charge of movement as well who was in charge of how the actors like stand and how they interact with each other and she was a dancer as well and i thought that mm-hmm. was so interesting that they would that they hire dancers yeah she was doing movement direction for and, movement direction yeah, exactly i do this for fashion also, yeah
2: like uh is one of the skills I I use of my dance, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Actually, really important as a strategy for the young artists out there. Use all your skills to bring income to yourself. Mm-hmm. Me, I've just break down my skills. That's my what my strategy also. Mm-hmm. You know, i painting, dancing. Um, my dance, I could do. I could teach. I could be a performer myself. Uh, I could choreograph. So I did all of this when I was in Benin, so to make money at mm-hmm. the beginning, you know, because yeah. it's important to understand how to maneuver your skills, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but yeah, movement also bring, um, I will say, when you're dancer, you're more sensitive yeah, to yeah. movement, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, often we talk about it with my friend dancer, we can read people mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. before people even notice. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, it's a kind of advantage, but mm-hmm. we are really sensitive to, Emotion, emotion, people yeah. can try to lie sometimes to you, but your body talks mm. so loud. Yeah, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your body talks so loud, yeah, and uh, it gives you some more empathy mm-hmm. because sometimes you don't need to come to the point to confront the person verbally. You understand already yeah. what's the situation. Um, yeah. But for everything from social interaction. You yeah, well, they say that, right? That, that
0: nonverbal communication is like 80% of the message. Yeah. yeah. Of, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I but like People forget that yeah, yeah.
2: movement is our first language. I always say yeah. it. Like yeah. um, from the belly of your mom is the movement of the baby that you're gonna trust to, kind of ah, oh, is mm-hmm. alive, mm-hmm. or is mm. moving, it's good. Mm-hmm. When the kid is born, he look at you, movement, he copy you. I mean, kids especially. Yeah, yeah. that's why you say we all have a treat of our parents. We pick yeah, up yeah. habits of them, oh, like yeah. smirk, we like or a like a smack, yeah, like yeah. a way to look, like yeah. you mm-hmm. know. So yeah, movement is thing, and I feel like our civilization kind of lost it, or. Because we have so much things around. Yeah, yeah,
0: because dance was such an integral part of like yeah, I don't know, early man, you know what I mean, in terms yeah. of like how yeah, early man behaved and interacted and, and, and celebrated and, and entertained and dance was such a big part of that. Mm. And now like you don't you don't have club, to tap into that. Club. Club
2: in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean it depends on where you go in the world, of course. If yeah, you go South, yeah. people are just dancing, it's mm. our culture. Yeah, yeah. But course. Uh, on the Western yeah, yeah. world, yeah, but still it persists and even for my own research, I really focus on this idea of movement worldwide, like, and I come to the conclusion that you know there's food for the body, you know, that we eat every day, but there's also there's a food for your spirit, and that's why my work initially was to start with the idea of the Trinity, you know, in uh, religion is like uh, the old Father, the Son, and etc. But I turned it into painting, music, and dance, which was my own Trinity, mm-hmm. and it was kind of the three disciplines who kind of make me feel alive as an artist, you know. So my first exhibition, 2016, was in France, was the meat of a trinity, you know. And, and I used this and I realized that actually this trinity is valuable for everybody in, in the history of man. If you look at all civilization, men always did three things, play sound or have music, Move, dance, moving, and visual language, writing, art, yeah. drawing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any civilization yeah, yeah. all around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody got his own dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody have his own styling. Everybody have his. own... And I was thinking, why? Why? I mean, so it means for me, it, it must be necessary yeah. to have a healthy. L- to be a healthy being is things yeah, like, yeah, Otherwise, yeah. it will not be so recurrent and so available yeah, 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 for everybody. That's mean it have a, a deeper meaning in you know, on your mental health, mm. and that's why I many people start to make studies rather to give medication to people, but. Yeah. practice yeah. to help to just go through things and everything but
1: i mean it's proven that, that all of that is helpful for your mental health
2: mm-hmm. that's why we have music mm-hmm. cinema because I think that's the craziest yeah. thing the fact that music like makes people <laughs> like,
0: yeah. i'll forever be fascinated with the concept that we'll play a sound and it makes people do things naturally. other than what they're not na- like naturally yeah. well, it be doing without the this sound.
1: You know, yeah. like your body matches 100%. the frequency that it's but picking up. How crazy.
0: crazy is that? It it all yeah. it never ceases to blow my yeah. mind, and that's why I think. You know, like, I
1: genuinely, yeah. I genuinely think like you, I'm not super, super religious, but I genuinely think that like music and dance, and even visual arts, is the one thing that like connects us to. Whatever higher power mm-hmm. there is, whether it's yeah. God or the universe or the source or force or whatever, hundred percent, yeah,
2: hundred yeah. mm. percent. So I free. think it's, it's, I think it was a, what's the exact sentence is like. Art is the only thing who was free but was important. You know, like it was, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. was useless, but sometimes very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. mean, a, a piece of art sometimes will not stop a war or something, yeah, or like it yeah, don't give exactly, you food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it's there. Music yeah, yeah, is yeah. there. Like. Of course, and now we has make money impact. out of music, but still, it's something. Who, it's yeah, frequency, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like is yeah. and is the things that are there. Movement, yeah, 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 yeah. If movement is ephemeral, but we dance. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. somehow useless, but also yeah. very important. What's he saying? It's like we we uh
0: like we we could live, um like we live for art as a as opposed like we don't need art. Ugh. Shit! I'm forgetting the <laughs> phrase. This would have been a good time. Okay, with shit you know, is <laughs> that like
2: something you don't need art to? Yeah, yeah. You, you don't need, need art to live, but, you, to to live, but to to live. you definitely like, like, yeah. What is that? Uh, we need to go to the final. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll it put it in, in
1: the caption when we find oh, it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> people are gonna gonna
0: find it. <laughs> but I would I would ask you about this scene in Paris compared to this scene in Berlin because we had, um, Astan on the podcast and we had this and i think it's funny to talk about especially because berlin is so ram cram with artists right but like in berlin i feel like it's very much uh we celebrate in berlin like like just Expression and participating and and doing something and you do something and everybody's like hey, yeah, yeah we're glad you did do something, whereas I feel like in French culture there's much more of a a quality check with everything that yeah. you, like you know it's much more like is this good enough mm. or how yeah. is this? You there's know a what I there's mean? lot
1: more gatekeeping in France. So yeah, but I'm not, but
0: I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not yeah. even trying to get into gatekeeping. I'm, I'm just trying to, because I think that exists everywhere. But I think that uh, because it's a cultural thing and mm. French artists do it here too. So it's yeah. not to say yeah. like, it's yeah, that's Paris, true. Yeah, French artists. Mean, yeah, you're the tough one.
2: You're the tough one. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, 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 you, yeah, like,
0: the French yeah. are always the first ones to be like, yeah, nah, it's not ugly.
2: You know? And, and how do you, what's your take on that scene? I think maybe it comes from an educational thing because in France, I don't know, schools and the French culture and blah, blah, blah. But to be honest, I think it come from, in Berlin, everybody's an artist. Right. Mm. Being an artist is more a lifestyle than a practice. Mm. You know, that's <laughs> thing. It's a personality <laughs> that, trait. Yeah, let's be, let's be honest. It's more about that. Everybody is an artist. That's it's a so lifestyle. Funny. But uh, when you come down to really things, there's a few who are really in depth, you know, of what they're doing without criticising, you know, because taste is different and everything, but let's be honest, like, if you compare to the international scene and everything, it's cool, and there's amazing artists here, but um i don't know i just realized that when i'm here the dutch quality it's not, uh, is not really real. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really real <laughs> well i was thinking i was thinking more from a place of sometimes i feel
0: like <laughs> the man just went straight for the you
2: know? he's like well as we're here the Dutch are, you know no no, no I'm, I'm joking but like just to say like yeah that's true but i same sometimes it's hard to to judge this because Also, this freedom of expression allows a lot of people to be themselves when they couldn't Mm -hmm. in their country was a bit more tight. Some people cannot handle tightness. It's okay, you know. But don't you feel we have to draw a line at some point? Yeah, true. But you know, people get sensitive nowadays. I know, I know, I know. But but, but
1: I also feel like the line is automatically drawn. Like, yeah, everybody's art is accepted and stuff. But when it comes down to the art that makes money... There I wouldn't say
0: that. I mean, we have, what do you mean? We have this conversation all the time. Two of us walking into a place like snobs and being like, did you see the price tag on that? Okay, I know. And <laughs> I could have done that job. You know what I mean? Like, so no, that's, I feel like that's a real thing. That's, that's what I'm true, saying. Yeah, yeah. And I feel, I, and this is 100% my opinion, and I stand by, that Berlin is not a city of like, qualitative analysis. Berlin is no. happy to facilitate yeah. expression mm-hmm. and the exactly And, and passion. Yeah. yeah. And, pa- and
1: I feel like in Berlin, as long as you're passionate about what you're doing, and there's a lot of opportunity.
0: Right? Exactly, But there no, there's nobody saying that, there's nobody just putting their foot down and saying, I mean, we're happy that you're doing what you're doing, but this is not quite at a certain level, you know, and yeah. that, that level is debatable and, and that, that that quality standard is, of course, debatable. But I think, like, just the idea of somebody saying, yeah, maybe there should
2: be some sort of limit, like, <laughs> you can't just do anything, <laughs> yeah, I think, you know? I think it just comes down to people being more honest with themselves and with the entourage yeah like uh i don't know i guess it's just a matter of experience but me where i come from my mentor of painting at university the first all painting i did he could break it down to me how i painted mm. and i was like oh so you know what he's talking about because he was not there with me when i paint but he was like okay you start there you, you get impatient and start mm. to mess up the painting and everything and this guy was always kind of he crushed my ego in a, in a healthy way mm. always to push me to do better but also still talking, just having common sense critics, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even sometimes it can hurt because I'm just a human. And of course, if when of you course. do something, you spend time yeah, to yeah. do it. Yeah. Of you, of course, disappointed a bit. But I was, I went over it every time. Yeah, yeah. And this helped me a lot. And then on top, my friend Tariq, uh, well, that I came with in in, uh, in Berlin, we are always veggie in, uh, in France. Mm. We are studying together. And we used to take this habit to talk about each other, to talk to each other about our work. Mm-hmm. Even we have two different styles, but we were like and not afraid to be critical. And we just talk and make a deal. We say, okay, we do this, we try, and if we is getting too sensitive, we stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just keep the habits over years, and we are super honest about it. And sometimes he tell me he didn't feel like what what I was doing, like I could do better and yeah. things like that. But always to try to bring a constructive critics not to say i don't like because i don't like why you don't like mm-hmm. exactly because he always just on base you already saw of me in terms of composition color yeah, yeah. what yeah. i do on the other thing and sometimes i listened to him and sometimes i just didn't listen to him yeah. so yeah, because yeah. i was yeah. really centered in what i want to yeah. do yeah, yeah yeah and i was yeah. really safe yeah. and i was like okay but I, then that I hear those, you.
1: those are the conversations too sometimes that help you confirm what you already believe exactly. right? because you're like okay somebody's telling me this and this and this is shit but i still exactly feel like what yeah. i did is right
2: exactly. and I think people are getting just too sensitive now you know exactly. you cannot express because if you I, it's happened to me to be in situation i think people ask you what you think and like you're like okay but if i really take you you really just think i'm a hater because i'm an artist too first exactly. of all and then like, like i don't even want to go there yeah. so yeah. i will just think oh no i mean it's fine for me it's okay you know but yeah, yeah. it's just like you need to find the good people to have the proper conversation exactly. yeah. you know, cannot talk with everybody exactly honestly, yeah. about your work I'm, and people yeah. need to know your history a bit or, of the aim to understand what you want to do. Yeah. And just like, yeah, I feel like yeah, people just need to help themselves between friends and just be exactly. honest with their friends. Yeah. Because say, as, as
0: much as like, I mean, I mean, we had the same conversation and like, as much as like, we'd love to clap everybody on stage and say, thanks for participating. And let's say Paris might say, yeah, we're not clapping. This is just not like get off the stage. Yeah. I mean, it's still at some point like pushes. Yeah. I just think it, 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 it it forms some kind of criteria mm-hmm. that then like forces those tough conversations to have us really dig in to form a culture. Because if we don't put like limits or boundaries or, or if anybody can just do anything and it's great, then how is culture supposed to take any kind of form if it's just mm-hmm. a free for all? You know what I mean? I just... Yeah.
1: I don't know. I'm not even that against like... A cultural free for all. I kind of like the idea of like there's not specific correct ways of doing things. But I just do think that as artists, we're not going to grow hmm. if we're not criticizing each other. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? And adapting our work, period. Yeah. That's yeah. what it comes down to.
2: And but, I mean, it's an ego thing. But ego yeah, ego. because I think it's our relationship to the semantic of the world. Critics, yeah. Yeah. As soon you hear this word, let's be honest. Yeah. Like your neck start to, yeah. you know, you start yeah, to be yeah. like people are like shaky. you really yeah. want to get this? Yeah. But culturally, critics is something will help you to grow. It's yeah, just yeah. If you look at it, like yeah. it's yeah. a feedback. Yeah. After everything depends of who make the critics. Of mm-hmm. course, <laughs> there's some people with agenda, and you are just maybe <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. want to break your your mindset. But like, no, like I don't, I think same as you. You cannot stop people to do things. So it's cool that people are free. Mm but also with time time make the selection also yeah sometime and again it's like people just get caught up in trends because it's hard to feel secure about your work so you, people are insecure so you feel more secure to be in a trend mm. yeah yeah yeah. or to apply your thing onto the, oh I'm gonna make similar now I don't know how many performances I saw this year with cars with cars like, cars in the art world yeah. cars just cars like really like a, because he look a bit stunt, he's a little you know he look a bit mm-hmm. straight and he look like oh they bring a car for the performance mm-hmm. or really bye. and i'm like yeah but he's yeah he's just an artifact that you use to fit in or that you are into the thing at the moment yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. but how deep is it yeah 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 do you have even driver license <laughs> <laughs> no for real like yeah yeah, yeah, what's
1: it mean and what does it mean to you personally why did you make this decision not like you but I mean like for the artists you know because I do feel like a lot of the times when these artists are just jumping on the trends then they don't spend any time really unpacking their own message and like but because so nobody asks questions, again, like
2: you yeah, said, yeah, nobody's asking thing. questions.
0: Yeah. Nobody nobody's as saying, yeah, actually, I don't think this is too good. I think this is. I think you didn't. You didn't really dig into yourself for this. Yeah. I feel yeah. like you just kind of
2: yeah. people just <laughs> sometimes talk behind doors. I'm gonna say between them, but nobody will dare. Yeah. And also, I mean, if you look from the perspective of the art world, like for example, art critics, even it, is more like people pleasing than mm-hmm. just really bring constructive critics to the work of an artist. But after, yeah, it's, it's a complicated stream because we're in the changing world, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, if you look at the early 20th century with Picasso and all these kind of artists, Braque and Surrealists, Guy, nobody, none of people here will survive at this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. guys, who are tough mm. with each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah. when you come yeah. to do your show, say, Bro, that's trash. Just yeah, <laughs> <they'll laughs> spit on your pants. Yeah. and yeah. I'm saying you, you, Your concept you know, is trash, and all your group of friends, <laughs> and you, st- <laughs> you stole our concept, and we are the first one. Yeah, yeah, and like, Hot yeah. yeah, yeah. And the critics, you yeah. open the journal, you see your name, the guy is roasting you <laughs> on the thing, and like, straight up. And that's what I'm saying. And now we've gone to the other extreme. We've gone to the other
0: extreme. It's just like, this man did a painting and it was so good. Yeah. Everybody clap. Yeah, clapped, yeah. You, know? you
2: cannot go that way anymore. Time change, you know. We need to <laughs> I mean, it's quite entertaining to be honest. <laughs> but no, time change. Like you know, cannot offend people like that. And yeah, people mm-hmm. will get sensitive, but yeah, let's see. But it
0: doesn't even have to
2: be <laughs> so like savage or like you like, don't
0: have just, to like them. But I feel no. like I don't know, like nobody <laughs> like yeah, nobody wants to say anything, you know? Yeah. No, no, no. And you I've had I've
1: had this conversation with a few people where they're like, I don't know, also musicians in recording studios where somebody will come and record a whole verse for something and then as they leave the room, everybody's like, We're not we're not using this, like trash this, you know? And then they, the one guy's like, Why didn't we just tell the guy while he's doing yeah, it yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. he's doing shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's because everybody's tiptoeing around, everybody's art. <laughs> that,
2: yeah. That's his verse, bro. <laughs> that's his verse. You let know? him have his moments. And then afterwards, verse. now
1: we're going to scrap it. And now we have to tell him why we scrapped it afterwards. It's
2: so yeah. ridiculous. Like, I think my, my strategy was always to um, listen to people who are just better than me. Yeah. yeah. Basically, in dance. I learned from Andrej. I danced with him mm-hmm. because now I have this exhibition at Kindle with the Center, center for Contemporary Art, just behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we did this performance in September and I performed with the same guy since eight years. It's the mm-hmm. same team, I don't change them. And in terms of dance, Andrej is like my sensei, you know. Mm-hmm. But now instead we are equal, I mean we dance equal and everything, mm-hmm. but I'm not trying to say I learned from him a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I put my ego aside. He's just, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what he did. That's the like day you have to put like aside me. your I ego. Just, <laughs> learned, you <know? laughs> just. It's like you go to school, like, you yeah, know. Yeah. And I was, it's fine. And I yeah. learned with him and I grew, mm-hmm. you know. And
0: you just, yeah. But not many people are open to the fact that they, I mean, I mean, it sounds kind of basic to say, but not everybody's open to learning from anybody else. You know, everybody thinks that this is my story because everybody does have their own story. Yeah. So then people get locked into the fact that this is my story and you can't tell me how to tell my story. And fair enough. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not
1: about them telling you how to tell your story. It's them helping you tap into being able yeah, to, yeah, I'm doing it better
0: in terms of like something yeah, like these that's, are the that's techniques. been done for a long time. <laughs> here's a little,
1: here's a, here's a shortcut, not yeah. a shortcut, but like,
0: yeah, here's let how me just you, show you how do that it's done better. But I think mm-hmm. a lot of people get locked into this whole, yeah, this is my thing, and, and you, you don't get it because you're not me, mm. you know what I mean? And then it's like, I mean, but no, then
2: sometimes you just need to walk a bit more.
0: Everybody could do anything then at that point, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like
2: because people need to understand that when someone, I mean, it depends again on who, but when someone really. Genuinely give you a critics is that the person have some a bit of love for you. Mm. Yeah, that's mean yeah. the person don't want to see you staying like that. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. He, want, he want to see you evolve. Yeah, people think about this when someone come genuinely tell you, think don't you can be offended for the five five seconds. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But after I try to reflect it and first of all to see if it's a constructive critics or not, mm-hmm. and if it is. Try to think. Okay, why? Why is that? And how can I reflect on that? Because that's when the person who wants you to evolve. Someone yeah. yeah. who's gonna say nothing to you, then you need to exactly okay about you. the people who okay don't care don't talk to you about it. Yeah, yeah. you know. It's like um, even my mom. Sometimes my mom always mm-hmm. told me like, even though she's not into art, and she's like, eh, this thing like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> eh, the, why why everything is so dark? You know. So <laughs> she's really religious. She's like, everything. Eh, I'm um, you, spirit. You bend the spirits and like. <laughs> And sometimes, you know, I take her as a joke. Sometimes i serious, but you know, sometimes. But she's being real. Yeah, yeah she's, she's being, being real. real she, and I listened yeah. to her in, in the true. at the early stage of my painting when I was starting painting. Everything was quite dark because after it was more easy for me because when you put contrast and I was a lot into clear, obscure, light and dark effect. So her, she don't see it like that. She always see it from a spiritual perspective. Of course, yeah. Me, yeah, I yeah. see it for like, because it's painting. Yeah, yeah but that's true it was quite dark and some of the work were not good actually right. when you look back yeah, See, it was yeah, not yeah. so wrong that was trash <laughs> <laughs> if you look at my painting from 2015 and things there's some trash I <laughs> me I was like ah I'm so deep because the dark is the dark of the mind you know, <laughs> I was like that <laughs> And I, when I look back, I'm like, damn, that was really trash. Mom was good. That was like, I need to make something more bright, you know. But so. you took
0: it in, you know. At least yeah. you accepted. And yeah. I guess because it's your mom, you, it always... And you
1: know she loves you regardless. Like I mean, yeah. it is not And you always yeah. take
0: it on. When a parent tells you something, you always take it. It's hard for you to not take it on,
2: you know yeah. what I mean? No. So I think that's the advantage of I'm, and guys, I it's fine to suck, huh? Better to suck early than to, you know. it's hundred percent. Mm. You, everybody sucks 100%. at some point. it's fine. Yeah, that? Everybody, everybody sucks. <laughs> That's the suck. catchline this podcast. <laughs>
0: everybody sucks, bro.
1: Okay, I know you have to dip just now, so I do have one last question because this, like, I want to talk. Normally, we share one piece if we're talking to an artist, right? I mm-hmm. know. Uh, yeah, we do. We do. We started that, and I kind of <laughs> like that. <laughs> But so this painting is a painting that I remember. Like I noticed this painting before we met because we met mm-hmm. like at a later on exhibition, mm-hmm. and then when we met and exchanged Instagram, I was like, "Oh, you're the guy who did this." And I find it interesting because it's so different than everything else that you do. No, yeah. but it seems to be an important piece because it's yeah. like you know you mm-hmm. have it in your bu- in your yeah. picture in in the cover of this book.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, the book. Oh, okay. Yeah a power accord in Creole, which means the body language. Yeah, actually. Of, course. Yeah, of course.
1: But yeah, it's a very cool, like I remember I walked down the stairs, it was at the bottom of the stairs of this exhibition mm-hmm. in whatever it's called. And um, I stood up there and I was staring at it for really long. And then my other friend came and he was like also staring at it. And we were both like, what is it that's so intriguing about it? And I think for us in that moment, it was like, I was in a very stressful state in general and mm-hmm. was craving this
2: Lightness, and, the lightness, uh, the mm-hmm. lightness.
1: I mean, the lightness, the minimalism of the, yeah. the painting itself, but then also the movements, and the dance, and just the freeness of it.
2: Yeah, it really changed from what I'm used to do. But also, my painting is quite like um, multiple, which in my own painting language, I. Mm-hmm keep a life different style. That's why people often get confused in my work and say, Mm -hmm. is it you who paint that? I say, yeah. Mm -hmm. But like I said before, with the the multiplicity of Caribbean identity, Mm -hmm. I like to keep the multiplicity within my work because Mm -hmm. I'm not only one thing, so I like to paint also different stuff. Yeah, yeah. But this work, specifically, in the dance, the dance, Mm -hmm. exactly like... um, is when I did this painting I really realised <laughs> that I I passed a cap into my practice of as a painter. Mm-hmm. Because I come from like I will say really technical school. I like old master, really well done stuff and mm-hmm. really technical work and things like that. And I got friends also who do abstraction, just colour and thing more light and they told me, Yeah, sometimes you can find ways to things and I'm like, Yeah, I like my thing and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. So come about to look at myself and like and I realized that like, it's really hard to Make something simple like that actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More than easy that to overwhelm a surface and overload a surface of a painting. Mm-hmm. Overloading a surface is always the most easy way mm. to do something. Mm. Try to restrict yourself and put less mm-hmm. on the canvas. You're gonna without see without
1: it looking like yeah unfinished.
2: Unfinished. It's really hard. Yeah. It's easy if you I give you all the primary colors and things you put everything on. Account. at some point it's going to look like something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you just put material but if you take until you can only use a little pot for five meters canvas how mm-hmm. do you utilize the space he mm-hmm. asked experience mm-hmm. time and I realized that because this thing painting I make it Also, it was maybe in a few minutes because mm-hmm. you you, to have this kind of fluidity, you cannot just overthink the movement, mm-hmm. everything needs to flow mm-hmm. you know it's like a martial art when the Padawan at some point it becomes so good like he managed yeah. to make the movement free, and I realized yeah. okay, wow, I realized that by practicing, practicing and practicing, I became to be able to organically have this perfect composition mm-hmm. I don't know if I can have it again because sometimes it can be in a moment and thing, and I think I can do it again, but just I realize, okay then it's maturation now mm. yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was hard for me to leave it like this blank but also it was so powerful yeah and I was like okay wow yeah and it come back to what we're saying to question yourself constantly about what you can do and how you do it and to be in your comfort zone or not and with this I step out of my comfort zone mm. really with this piece also yeah. from what people know me to do yeah also yeah that's very cool mm.
0: yeah I mean I've definitely heard that before. You know, when you have confines, that's when you really it really push pushes your, your creativity. You know, when you have yeah hard confines and hard bound, you're super limited and you're super restricted. You, you that forces you to tap into a different like level of creativity, mm-hmm. and sometimes that is what pushes you to to maturing in certain yeah. regards. Yeah, that's very definitely. Good. Yeah. So tell us, tell me about your book before we go. Just
2: plug oh. yourself. Tell us about your ship. Yeah. What's coming up? That book. What's coming up? Uh, uh, what's uh, Next week, performance in Paris with my friend Delaware at 35.7. At the end of the month, I have a show for the ACA Art Fair where I will show this painting actually in Paris. How much is that
1: painting going for?
2: Let's talk about that. (laughs) 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 The African Art Fair. (laughs) And um, yeah, the book is coming, finishing the last detail on it, Power Lacor, which means the body language or the. The Discourse of the Body, mm-hmm. where I will recap most of my last three years of work and performance and drawings. and mm-hmm. okay. So kind of a resume of my practice as an artist. It's my first book. I'm excited. That's exciting. And yes. Yeah. That's exciting. So also to put it out there for people who can just buy a painting and who are interested by my work also. Mm-hmm. Try to make things available for them too. So
0: yeah. That's very cool. Well, congratulations. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Um, I had a friend that said um, once for an agency, he worked at a very, like a really big agency uh, here in Berlin, and he said, if it's one thing that people take seriously it's a book nobody gets a book and ignores it that like a, a, bo- a full body of work in mm. a yeah. book. so i always get very excited when i hear uh painters and photographers and all these like yeah. come with a book mm. yeah that's and, uh, a dream eh? it's such a nice it's a nice i
1: know i can't wait to make my first book yeah. I'm like i already think pressure. about it all it's a bit the time of
2: pressure right? to, uh, yeah yeah he's like uh, because it's statement you know yeah it's a part of you out there for real for real like you yeah yeah so, but uh, it's uh, such it's
1: an important like representation of where you are at this point in your life, yeah. you know, yeah, which yeah. is where you're never going to be again.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, true, totally true. Mm. So yeah, I'm excited for that too. That's exciting. So, yeah, that too. That's so, yeah, that's
0: exciting. Congratulations. Thank you.
2: Yes. And thank, thank you for the invite. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah, we had a good talk. Yeah, so <laughs> well, look care. out for yourself. <laughs> yes, <thank laughs> for you. sure. Thank Easy. You.